Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Couple Goals. Wrong what? podcast. Just kidding. Jesus Christ, dude. Do it again. Did you really <laughs> did you do that by accident or on purpose? No, that was an accident. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, it stays in. You're terrible. No, we're not saying, no I'm, not, I'm not doing it. Redo it. No, just keep no. going, man. No, stays, no, redo it. it. Oh, I'm man. not. Stop it. Redo it. We're going. <laughs> no, it's funny, dude. No, that's, no, that's, that's not it. That's funny. No. Right. Stop so, it. This week on Steve Reads a Comic. No, this is couple have, goals, dude. Couple goals with S and M. This is this is Steve Reads a Comic. <laughs> That's where we are. All right. Steve this week, goes back to school is what it should be. Jeez. <laughs> Steve. I appreciate the shout out. That's, God, that's I, I love couple goals, and I think more people should listen to couple goals with S and M. Great podcast. Thank you. That's it great. Is. That's I'll Mistake or not, I'll take it. That's a great intro. The best <laughs> intro yet. That you could use it on your your podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> You've been looking for an intro for three years. Next week, I promise <laughs> to get the intro right. Next week. Promises, um, promises. Uh, so what's up, fellas? What's new? What's up, guys? How's your week? <laughs> um, I'm talking to you. I'm not talking to listeners. Oh. I'm talking to you and Rob. They yeah, can't. That's right. yeah. I, I was saying, how was your week? <laughs> Oh, I asked you, you said, first. What's up? He said, what's up, fellas? I said, not much. Yeah, but you didn't, he's, he's saying you didn't respond to him. You immediately asked him a question. That was the same Steve! thing. Thank yeah. you, Rob. Yes. Thank you, Rob. Well, I just got done putting a, a bidet seat on my wife's toilet. That's pretty wild. With a vortex setting That's on why. the bidet. <laughs> vortex. Yeah. <laughs> the remote is bigger than my TV remote. Uh, is that is the remote attached or is it like a separate... No, nah, you can hang it on the wall. It's got it's got settings on the on the on the seat itself, and then it also has a remote. Has anybody tested it? It looks yet? like that old Sony. No, I'm not getting on that thing. That's my wife. <laughs> getting on that. Yeah, thing. this all started for for the listeners uh, when we couldn't find toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. So uh, COVID nineteen. So now we just got a shot of water. <laughs> all you people looking for toilet paper good luck yeah i i saw a funny meme about the like the murder hornets thing i said all right what what are more murder hornets and how much toilet paper do i need (laughs) (laughs) i saw some murder hornets like traveling with toilet paper (laughs) like nice then i saw a video uh uh, my friend SD sent me a video. Uh, so somebody did like the Avengers reacting to coronavirus or something, and uh, Tony, and it was all like one guy, you know, just a bunch of edits and cuts, and he was dressed up like Tony Stark and Doctor Strange and Thor and, <laughs> and, and uh, Spider Man and everything. And then at one point, Tony Stark's like, "Okay, you know, they're discussing what coronavirus is," and then. He said, like, like pan over to Doctor Strange, and he's doing that thing where he's twitching around, looking into the future. He's like, "All right, what did you see?" You know, and he tells him what he sees, and he's like, "How much toilet paper should I buy, or how many packs of toilet paper should I buy?" And he, he holds up one finger, and I, I lost it. So, <laughs> I was like, "Right, yeah, we calm down." Yeah, there's been some pretty good memes floating around lately. I imagine some people's garages or basements are just stocked with toilet paper now. Well, somebody's buying it because that shit's still still empty. Yeah, now it's meat. It's like, Jesus Christ, how much toilet paper do you need? Dude, I'm down to, let me think. I think I'm, I had 18, I had 21 rolls when this started. Like, and I didn't buy any. Uh, I, I had an 18 pack that we had purchased probably a couple weeks before all this started that we hadn't cracked open yet. 
and I'm down to like 14 rolls now. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't plenty. know. Family of four. <laughs> right, right, right. I don't understand. Well, all right. So, what were you going to say? Nah, it's not important. Let's get on with the show. What all podcast right. are we on? Uh, so this week on Steve reads a couple goals. We have <laughs> we have the Punisher. Uh, the Punisher Max, The Punisher Slavers, as written by Garth Ennis and illustrated by Leandro Fernandez. Uh, this came out in 2006, somewhere around there. It's a six-issue storyline that ran in the uh, the Punisher Max series that Marvel had for about five or six years, which is an R-rated line of comic books. And you guys both read it? Yes. We did. Yes, did. we did. Yes. Excellent, excellent. Okay, so we had to use your account, but we read it. Hey, man, got yeah, I got to spread the word somehow. I can't be selfish with this stuff. Right on. All right, so where do you want to start, Steve? Uh, man, I don't even know where to start. This is not right. your. This is not your mom and dad's comic. <laughs> this is something like I always knew the Punisher was gruesome and everything. Yeah, but man, like this comic. It took it to a whole nother level. Like I felt like I needed to shower after after this comic. <laughs> I'm not even kidding, man. Like I thought I was desensitized to pretty much everything, but after reading this one, I was like, "Damn!" I thought that Dark Knight. I thought the Batman Year One was dark. You know, coming out after Craven, Craven's yeah. Last Hunt. We read. Uh, I was like, "Man, this Batman shit's dark." And then, <laughs> and then you throw us the Punisher, and I'm like, "I don't think I should have just read that." Uh, what I just saw was very traumatic and, and disturbing, and it wasn't yeah. just one thing. It was like multiple things throughout <laughs> the whole comic. I'm like, yeah. all right, I'm already psychologically scarred, so let's just keep going. That makes me so happy to hear. All right, well, hey, let's backtrack that's, a little bit and talk about both of you guys' uh, exposure to the Punisher. Rob, what what do you know of the Punisher? What have you seen of the Punisher in pop culture, society, whatever your exposure is. What, what do you know about The Punisher? Well, evidently, uh, like all the comics that we've read, I've uh, seen the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which movies have you I seen? There, no, I saw, three movies. I know The Punisher from a movie, like all the comics I've known so far. <laughs> yeah. um, I saw the, uh, I remember the Dolph Lundgren one. I think it yep, was 1989. Uh, yep. I remember uh, the blonde haired guy. Which yeah, you Thomas told, Jane, two thousand four. Yeah, he's a little bit no uh, known actor. And then I remember the dark haired one, the bigger guy that looked kind of like the comic that we read. Mm, he he yeah. looked like that character. Yeah, yeah I because guess. yeah, because uh, now I can picture him. I was like, man, he looks different than the other ones. But I see he was a really good. Whichever movie that was, yeah, he yeah. was. Like, he, they did a good job. Yeah, I mean, that like looks came like straight yeah. out of the of the um, yeah. pages. Yes, yeah, on the screen. Yeah, that's why I kind of uh, wanted you guys to watch. That was Punisher Warzone. That was I the think Warzone. That came out. And that yeah, was it, the it latest. Like, yeah, Punisher Warzone. Yeah. Not not the TV series, but the Punisher Warzone. Right. And then uh, they used a lot of references to the the Max series. Uh, I, they didn't do a good job, still, but. Uh, so the, those covers that are on the Max series, like those kind of realistic paintings, those were done by an artist named Tim Bradstreet. And I think that's who they styled the Punisher after for the Punisher Warzone movie was they 
they looked at at that version. Yeah, that was. Uh, I wonder what those were. Were those included in the comics when they came out? Yeah, those are the covers. Those. That's wow, what you're those seeing. are very detailed, man. I mean, it looks like somebody took yeah. a picture. Man. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought. Yeah, well, that's what he did. Hurt. He took a yeah. picture and then he like he he painted the picture. He brushed basically. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, still, he still. I mean, he still yeah. had to. You still have to fill it in. Yeah. Well, and speaking it, that's of impressive. the artwork we were talking about last week with Batman, this one, this, this one had much more detail. Now, I know it happened later, but a lot of red. I think you're just looking at it's some different styles. So you're going to see that. Um, and I, I, I hesitate to say that one artist, I mean, sometimes you'll see an artist and you'll be like, okay, this guy's great. And that maybe this guy's not so great, but I think artists just have different styles. And I, I appreciate that. This one is like a much more realistic, detailed style. Yeah. And I think what, Do you uh, think it had more detail or it was just a different style? I thought it had more detail. I thought it was both. I thought it was a little bit of both. I think oh, okay. David Mazzucchelli, the, the guy who did year one, I, I just think he, he was going for for like more of an older look to it. And, I, and you're gonna, you'll see that even across the Punisher Max series when they have different artists, they have different styles and different look. Like Steve Dillon has a very distinct style that when we get to his artwork, that that's very polarizing. And I didn't even like it at first, but eventually I came to love it. And we'll we'll get to that down the road sometime. Um, but, uh, to what Rob was saying, the, the Tim Bradstreet, I don't know that he painted over the pictures. I think he just took pictures as reference and then mm-hmm. literally like drew, drew what he took a photograph of. Like he would take reference photos and then he would draw and paint the, yeah. the subject to, to create the covers. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why didn't he just do the whole comic like that? <laughs> so well, that was a cover That'd artist, be a so. lot of work though. That's yeah. Tim Bradstreet. That he did forever. a lot of, I know he I'm did a lot wondering. of the covers and then Leandro Fernandez was the interior artist. Uh, so different, different from the cover artist uh, on that. So, and then Steve, what's your, is your, uh, Rob, did you see the, the Netflix series? You, did yeah. you watch that? Yeah. Too? I, I enjoyed that. So I, I, I enjoyed the Netflix more than I did the movies. Yeah. So you've I've, seen all the, the movie and TV versions of the Punisher basically. Yeah. I've seen every one except the Dolph Lundgren one. Um, I tried to watch Warzone uh, before the podcast, but I looked on Netflix, Prime Video, Hulu, wasn't on any of those. And I'm like, ah, I don't want to buy this. So I'm pretty sure you own the disc, you son of a bitch. No, I don't. I have the first Punisher. I checked that. That was the first you thing I checked. two copies of Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> no, one, one every was, single when, Fast when, and Furious movie. When, but when my wife and I met, I mean, we, when we first moved in, she had a copy. And so that was a merge. Two Breakfast okay. at Tiffany's coming together. But yeah, I don't okay. want, I'm, I'm not going to throw away a DVD. Come on, man. I'd rather um, stare at him and do nothing with him than throw it away. All right. And then uh, flipping back to where we were, Rob, what were your, your first impressions of this coming from uh, year one and the other comics you've read into this? Um, it started off with the N word. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like two pages like, in. Oh, like, oh they're dropping the N bomb already? Yeah, I'm like, oh, shit. I couldn't tell. Like, I was really confused because I couldn't tell. Well, number one, I didn't know the first cop was a the other cop was a female. And I didn't know what color she was either until we got later on. I don't know if it was just me being tired because I I read you being tired. That could be. I read that first comic at night. (laughs) Yeah, I knew when I went to bed. That's your old man eyes. I think that was clearly. I'm not masculine. Yeah, you said you were getting your readers. What happened? Uh, I forgot him again. 
Yeah, you got to get those Just like every man. old other old person. I, I forgot them. I left them at home. I can't see. Or I didn't have them by my table, my bedside table. No, um, that was my, yeah. my first impression was, oh, my God, where are we going with yeah, this, that, man? That was, uh, that was my first, yeah, was that was like, my first oh, bit of dirt man. That, uh, uh, that came upon me yeah. as I was reading. I was like, oh, uh, I already know. Well, here we go. But uh, the, the first book, first book, you know, was was good or first chapter or whatever it was um man but i tell you what as as i went along i was hooked i mean it was it was a very yeah. good story yeah i and guess i i think i got desensitized by the middle of the chapters yeah um except for uh there were certain things and I, we'll discuss them later but um that was my first impression I knew okay. the. I mean, I knew you know from the movies the the and in the show on Netflix that the Punisher wasn't all sunshine and rainbows, right? But just the first, uh, I'm just going to read the first uh, first thing on the comic on the first panel. Uh, it says it began a year ago in the rain on a pitch black Brooklyn night. By the time it had all finished, I knew the rain would fall forever. So like right there, I was like, okay, so no, no happy ending here. This is just going to be, <laughs> I already knew the Punisher was dark, but I was like, all right, this is going to, nothing's happy is going to come of, of this. And, uh, uh I, I, and I was surprised because there was somewhat of a kind of happy ending. Kind of in Punisher standards. I guess I don't know about that. I think what I like, one of the things I like about the Punisher uh, in comics, especially, is um, just the, the believability of the scenarios he's in, especially in this Max series. Like, this is not a superhero universe. Right. And you, you know, I love superheroes, but uh, to me, it just makes the stakes a lot higher, even though, you know, these are smaller scale. Like, the, okay, so the story of the Slavers is about, he. He's doing his Punisher thing. He's getting ready to wipe out some drug dealers or whatever. And this this lady shows up and she, she's she got a gun and she's trying to kill one of his targets. And he kills everybody. And then uh, he ends up uh, talking to her and finding out that she's basically the victim of human trafficking. And she's been forced to into, into prostitution and all this stuff. So he starts, he rescues her, even though he's like not really interested in rescuing her. And he doesn't do the whole typical, you know, like this is what I like about the, the Garth Ennis version of the Punisher, too, is he doesn't do the thing that you see in a lot of superhero movies with the antihero with like Wolverine or Deadpool or the Punisher, where he's always like, I'm no hero, lady. He's just more like, eh, not my problem. And then <laughs> right. like he hears what she says and he's like. Okay, well, you know, she says something that sticks with him when she says they murdered my baby and that gets in his head. And then he, you know, he takes her back to his hideout. Um, yeah, he was totally ready to just leave her. He's like, yeah, the cops right. are on their way. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, and yeah, he's, he's just a little, you know, he's cold, but he, he's not mean. And he doesn't do that whole I'm no hero, which I, I fucking hate that shit. That's so cliche and stupid. Mm-hmm. And it, it like it's almost like, yeah, we know you're not a hero. Nobody said you were a fucking hero, but you can fucking help people. And uh, so, yeah, he takes her back, talks to her, finds out all this stuff. And I love the way the issue ends is like, you know, he's like, I listened to her story and what she said about this guy and about that. And then he's like. And at the end of it, I knew a whole lot of men were going to have to die. And then it's just like it's just like the whole time the panels are zooming in on the skull on his chest. And I was like, dude, that's so fucking epic, dude. That's just yeah, like, that's yeah. like an epic way to 
the first chapter. That was awesome. I I thought that was really neat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and again, and there's no heroics to him too. That's what I like about the way Garth Ennis writes him. He is not heroic. He doesn't, he doesn't pretend to be heroic. He doesn't pretend to be an anti-hero. He is, you know, he, he he's a psychopath. He's a sociopath, <laughs> yeah. basically. And this is like his duty. This is what he does, that he is driven by this. And, uh, he, you know, he's a monster, basically. But uh, and so I, I, what I like, too, is that you you have a lot of panels where you get into his head and he's explaining, you know, how he's going to have to figure out how to get into this place. Yeah. Uh, the the first house or whatever. Um, but then I'm, I'm kind of getting a little ahead of myself. So the other storyline is you were talking about the cops. You have a. Uh, a white female cop and a black male cop who is also gay, uh, which doesn't really matter except for it has more to do with their relationship. You know, he, he walks into the room when somebody's telling like a racist homophobic joke and she's laughing. He, he finds her laughing and he brings it up to her in the squad car and she tries to defend it or whatever. And he's not, he's not, you know, just a, he's not an asshole about it. He's like, you know what? You're gonna have to make it up to me. He's, you know, despite the fact that she totally fucked up, he explained to her, Hey man, I've defended you to people. I'm your partner. This is how it should be. But you could tell they, they have a, a decent relationship though. Um, right. that can get a little rocky sometimes. Cause she can be a dumbass. Apparently um, she's a little hot headed or whatever, but, uh, so they, they encounter the Punisher after this whole thing where it, the, the whole, uh, where he saves the prostitute of Yorica and and then that becomes a whole point too because it turns out the people who are running this human trafficking ring they have a cop on the inside and they want him to shut this down with the pun they don't want the punisher you know coming down on him so he uses them as pawns to he 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 puts them in like uh what do they call that? Like traction almost. He's got like a neck brace and a cast right. and well, makes yeah, it look like the, the, Punisher, the Punisher. Yeah. Makes it look well, like he just beat the shit out of them. Right. So they're ch- the, basically he wants, he's, he's trying to get the captain to agree to, uh, stop the Punisher. The task Punisher. Force. Yeah. Right, like a Punisher exactly. task force kind because, of thing. You know, they just been letting him do whatever, you know, he wanted to. And if I found yeah. out that, uh, I guess at this time, uh, they're trying to start a, a task force to stop the Punisher because he's had 2,000 assassinations. <laughs> 2,000 murders. 2,000. I yeah. was like, I was thinking like, oh, okay, maybe 20, 30, right? No, at this time in the comic, the Punisher has already killed 2,000 people. I was yeah. like, holy shit. <laughs> like the police, <laughs> the police didn't act on this sooner. But why would you, man? They're doing, I mean, he's killing nothing but, streets. yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's killing nothing but bad guys. He's doing their job for him. No. Yeah, and he's not killing cops. So you got that whole storyline going alongside it, too. So eventually you have uh, the, the two cops end up kind of teaming up with the Punisher, so to speak, but not till after he teams up with a social worker. Now, I, this is another aspect of the story I really liked is when they got to the social worker and how she's trying to help these women and like the details she goes into, like all of it just seemed very real to me about how terrible it must be. Well, to yeah, be that was that was one of slavery. Yeah. Realistic. That was well, <laughs> yeah. explaining how nobody what, does anything. Explaining what they did to her. That's what I'm talking about. I was like, dude, I 
it was hard reading this, especially now, you know, I have a, a daughter and everything and it's just like, Oh man, you get these, like, you know, just being raped. Like she was raped like f- by four guys the first night that they took her from her home or whatever, yeah. like all night. And then she had to, the next day she had to go, you know, meet her quota she said of 20 people so she'd been raped the whole night before and then she has to meet her quota of you know having sex with 20 people that next day and she was 15 when she was taken from her village you know in romania or whatever and i'm like i was like okay so much for the batman year one being dark like i'm in this i have i have i have waited in this pool now there's no going back (laughs) and uh yeah so keep going because it gets worse Keep going yeah. along with the story. Let's continue. All right. So I'm just kind of going from memory here. So feel free to jump in with any important plots yeah, or basic, details. Basically, he takes, uh, I don't, what is her name? The, the v- girl. Viorca. Viorca. I didn't know if it was Viorca, Viorca, whatever. I okay. say Viorca. I could be wrong. That's just how I read it. I didn't know so. it was Viorica. I didn't know what it was. But yeah. anyway. I just went with Viorca. It Viorca it is. Okay. <laughs> so basically, Punisher takes Viorca under uh, his wing and everything. And he's trying to, um, you know, she, she says all that happened to her. So obviously the Punisher is on board with stopping those guys. And I guess it goes, I mean, it goes way high up in this, um, in this, uh, uh, trafficking ring. He finds uh, the top, the top people. Um, so yeah, that's where we're going. Well, there were three three main top people. There was the lady that kind of ran everything. The that son Vera. that was Vera. Yeah, yeah. the Christu, 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 Christu. Yeah, the son, and, and the then there man. was this old. Uh, yeah, they kind of tried to keep mysterious yeah. throughout the, the old comic. man. His name yeah. is Tibaru. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Well, we didn't know. They didn't know his name. They just called him the old man. No, they'd say it at the end. At the end, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm saying they, yeah. they want him to be mysterious. and. But yeah, so Tiburu is – he's like the old man, old uh, soldier. Romanian yeah. soldier, you know, old hard country. At, old, the country. old country. And yeah. he's he's pretty much the head of everything. And then Christu, his son, is in charge. He's pretty much running the business and letting the old man, you know, he's been Americanized, too, right? You're right. Where the old man yeah. is like Christu, old, yeah. Christu is all about just making the business effective, making it run properly, you know, <laughs> making money. Well, he making likes, money. He wants the money. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, that's that's the old his man main is thing. about he, honor and and. Knowing that every, you know nobody fucks with them, right? Messes right, it doesn't them. matter what. Yeah, right. And then All right, Vera. so we get. Oh, no, I might be telling this out of order here, but there's um. So the the Punisher basically is trying to figure out how he can take these guys down, and he's learning more and more about them as he makes headway. And so, does he find Christu first, or does he get to Vera first? He gets Christu. to Christu first. So he gets to yeah. Christu. And then uh, you see him reading a book on human anatomy before he goes after <laughs> right. Christu. <laughs> right. Before before this happened, uh, Christu did not like the way his dad was running the business, basically. He, 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 he thought, you know, he didn't want to do it the old way. And uh, so he tried to take out his dad. And yes. he, ha- he, uh, he hired some thugs. Some he hired thugs. some local thugs. 
his dad had to it was just happened to be up making tea that night and uh, heard something, heard uh, the thugs enter in the house. And he goes into his bedroom, uh, puts a fake pillow under there to make it look like he's sleeping, waits behind the door. The old fake pillow trick. The old fake pillow trick. Yeah, (laughs) that's got to work. So, uh, yeah, so the guys come in, they shoot the pillow. He's behind the door, kills them all. Not before he gets information out of the last guy that he shot in the leg. He goes back into the kitchen where he was making tea and just dumps the scalding water onto this guy's open wound and his face. And they show like, yeah. they show like boils and everything, Mangle but he gets hands. the information from the guy and basically, hired him. yeah, right. He basically figured out that his son, you know, tried to right. off him. through, through Vera. Right. Contacted and, these stuff. So this brings me to another point is we, we get to some, there's some Punisher torture coming up too but what i wanted to point out i've been re-watching the punisher netflix series there is just an absurd amount of torture on this show i'm not a big fan of torture believe it or not um uh, keep watching the, it yeah it's it's, it's not fun i only need a little bit of torture to get the idea of what's going on you know i don't really need to focus on that so but the netflix series tends to focus on the torture and the way the punisher tortures people in the netflix series is he's constantly just beating him in the face with his own hands and that, that's just the dumbest thing ever for so many reasons one you're hurting yourself right you're exerting yourself you're injuring your hands mm-hmm. and the other one is hitting people in the face isn't a good way to get them to talk it's just that's not so in this series you see the punisher like you, you said, know, with he, the anatomy, like the, that comic, that next comic opens up with him reading a, a basic anatomy book. <laughs> right. So, yeah. But even before that, just when he's talking to like some low level people on the street trying to figure stuff out, he's just, you know, he's got a knife. He's, yeah. He says, uh, you know, I, I shot this guy in the legs until he told me what I wanted to know. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just a smarter way to torture. You don't need right. to punch people in the face repeatedly. It doesn't make <laughs> a lot of sense. I don't understand it. He has yeah. a knife underneath the guy's eyeball in the one scene. It's like it's a lot smarter. You know, it's saying right. it's wear and tear. It's right. cleaner. You, you put the fear of God into people. You don't need to just constantly be you punching people with your bare fists like that shit right. hurts and depending on what torture he uses like certain certain level guys he'll use different torture like this whole thing with christu is he had to find a way to pretty much he you know because he he was old uh what were they old, um yeah old Old Albanian, Slavic, whatever, old country. Yeah, they were like freedom fighters, you know, so they were used right. to, the, they were soldiers, basically. These were, and they, hard, they were hard men. Hard These were men. hard men. These exactly. were not street Straight thugs. out of the mountains, mountain yeah. men, you know. And, uh, they, but yeah, so he's like, he, he can do certain things to the thug on the street. And then when he's going to take down Chris, do he's like, okay, I've got to fight. Like, you know, I got to get, find a way to get to him. Uh, like, I got to speak his language. Exactly. Exactly. The way he does that is Chris do wakes up <laughs> underneath a tree in the wow. forest and sees his large intestine still attached, but strung across all the branches, like Christmas lights around <laughs> right. him. Right. And, yeah. and the Punisher says to him, he's like, this is survivable. And that, that's another thing I like about this Punisher is he's just you, the way I read it anyway is like there's there's no again, it's emotionless. There's there's no anger. There, there might be some hatred there, but everything is just matter of fact. Hey, this is survivable. Uh-huh. Tell me what I need to know or whatever. And uh, 
but yeah, that was that was quite a good scene. Yeah. I, I was really excited for you guys to yeah, see you, that. You get it too because it, it, you know in the comics it starts out with just like a black panel and just them talking. You know, like he's waking up, so you don't see anything. And yeah. then slowly, you know, like you see one panel, his eye opens and he sees you know a blurred vision of the Punisher looking down on him. And then yeah. they keep going, they keep panning out, and you just see him with his gut split open, his intestines just all you know just hanging over the on the the tree branches it's just like holy crap i was waiting for him to yell freedom <laughs> freedom <laughs> well brave heart moment yeah, yeah just his own blood from his intestines dripping down on him that was definitely it's, a shock there were several things i was like well first it started off with the n-word <laughs> yeah and that's then, what i'm uh, saying man i was like i thought i was i thought i was desensitized yeah, but I, I that really, was definitely one of them because like you said it, it slowly built to that yeah. And then all of a sudden that panel was full of him yeah. and his guts hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> Not just hanging though. It, they were all strung up like, yeah. like freaking, uh, like Garland. Garland. Yeah. yeah. So he's freaking out and the Punisher's just walking away. He's like, you know, don't take too long to make up your mind. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's so casual about it, which is to me, yeah. that's so much more terrifying than right. again, watching the, the John Bernthal version where he's like, rah, 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 rah. you know, yeah. Yeah. instead he's just like, it, it, but this Punisher is just like, I don't really care one way or another, you know, you're going to die. If whether I get the information or not, you may as well give me the information. Uh, because, you know, but he gives them like that little glimmer of hope, you know, by saying, Hey, this is, this is survivable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he he obviously has no intention of letting him live. Um, yeah. So what else? And did that we have? that was uh, that was you know he was he went up he went out to find Christu and you know you know get information, kill him, whatever. And uh, at the same time, where he was at, he was like at a lake house or whatever. At the yeah. same time. Christu's dad is coming to confront him about trying to kill him. And then when his dad gets there, he finds, uh, you know, the whole Christu's whole crew dead uh, already in the house. Uh, like the, the Punisher had had uh, poisoned their food, which I thought was a great way to take out people like they, they were cooking for everybody. And he just slipped the window was open. He slipped in, dropped, you know, some poison in the food and uh, not, you know, knocked everybody out. And he killed them while they were knocked out. You know? More realistic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, that's, yeah. How that's are you going to take out all these guys? Well, yeah. drop some and then, uh, poison in the food. Yeah. And then he knew that there were also innocent girls there. So that's why it wasn't. Right. He knew that there, like, were, yeah, there were. So then he walks in and just starts shooting unconscious people in the face. <laughs> right, right. Which right, again right. is very Punisher. That to me, right. that's Punisher. Not right. walking into a Russian gym and right. then deciding you're going to punch everybody to death. Right, exactly. Right. Punisher is like, most of this is easy as possible possible on myself you know? <laughs> right, right right but well, yeah when that first when that scene i was like did he kill all those girls i was like that don't seem like him so oh, that's far. what i thought too and then i didn't know he was yeah. just knocking everybody out right. yeah the girls were <laughs> unconscious too and but he even took the time to clean them up yeah well the one girl fell face yeah. down in her bowl of soup so he right. like picked her head up but then so. they showed the they showed him he had him sitting on a couch and they're still unconscious and yeah they were all you know their face didn't have soup on it or whatever <laughs> right 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 yeah, so and then that he calls whole, the social worker and he's like, "Hey, I got four more." And she's like, "Fuck!" <laughs> right. She's like, "She's like, I wanted to help these girls, but not this many girls." Yeah. <laughs> she's like, "I only have so many resources." 
like, he just keeps dropping girls off. <laughs> He's saved. This is freaking awesome. Going back a little bit, I do. I like the conversation he had with the social worker where because she know you know everybody knows who the punisher is in this universe so they know what he's all about they know what she's like i know what you're gonna do and she's like i'm just trying to work up the nerve to give you the information you want like the files she had accumulated the information she had on this this ring of of human slavers Uh and finally she's like why don't you just break in and take it he's like he's like sometimes it's just easier to ask and i thought that was great I don't know uh, one, was... <laughs> one of there's another line that I really liked is when he first met the social worker and she's like, uh, she, she, he confronts her in a, in a dark hallway or whatever. And he, she turns around and is like, Oh, Oh, don't, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. And his response is like, why? What have you done? That's the type, you know, you know, I didn't really did. I don't remember seeing that in the Netflix series, like stuff like that from his character. Everybody, they, they humanized him almost a little too much in the Netflix series. And again, Mm -hmm. they, they got away from what I think the essence of the, of the Punisher is with that. Um, Why do they do that? Are they just trying to reach a broader audience by going, by not representing excessive torture is breaching a broader audience. So I don't really understand what they're going for there because to me, again, it's just kind of like a flagrant, flipping uh, uh, of the bird or whatever to, to the writers of the comics, again, to Garth Ennis specifically, who not only I'm not the only person who thinks Garth Ennis is like the definitive Punisher writer. And to just kind of flip your nose to that and just be like, eh, I, I can do better. No, you can't. Yeah. No, you can't do better. Stop thinking you can do better. You you haven't done. Nobody's done better. Recognize the talent that's going on in these stories here. And I, again, I don't know. And dude, I'm a huge Punisher fan going back to the 80s. Uh, but going back to like the like late 80s, when a kid on a school bus let me have a copy of he had Punisher number one of the first unlimited series. And he let me borrow it. I may or may not have stolen it. Um I don't remember, actually. Uh, that's why I say I may, I may have kept it. I may not have. I may have bought it off of him. I don't remember. But I was really excited about the character. And the characters evolved since then. And I, I just I don't I don't understand what the, what they're doing with the, the shows and the movies yeah. that they won't just respect the material, the good material that's out there. Not everything that's Punisher is good. There's a ton of bad Punisher stuff out there, especially from late 80s early 90s but there's a lot of good stuff too and then the best stuff you have this cream of the crop stuff but again i'm a huge punisher fan so do do you think this could hold up as some type of script if it were adapted oh totally man like movie level yeah like or tv show yeah easily yeah i I see it more of as a movie and a tv show but yeah definitely just like the batman year one uh, how much they took for for batman begins you know I mean, you could easily uh, make create a screenplay from this this series that we read. And I think this is light years better again than anything they've put on screen yet. Just this one story. There's uh, there's other stories that are better too, but just this one alone, they could make this into a feature length film. Um, it, it would be dark, but they both all the Punisher movies are dark. I mean, they're violent. Yeah, but like, why not also make them good at the same time? Like, stop trying right. to put your weird stamp on it. Uh, but anyway, 
Uh, back uh, to the Punisher's character, uh, like another great scene. Uh, once the old man comes to confront his son, he doesn't know his son's dead with his gut splattered all over trees. But the Punisher is still at the house. Uh, and yes. he had he had um, just dumped all the ammo and stuff into it in the because they were at the lake house. So he dumped it in the lake. And right. uh, that's when all the old man's the old man and his crew show up a bunch of guys like well-trained military guys show up and you know punisher just got he's still on the docks after he just dumped all his stuff in the water so he hides under the dock and like he's down there and like he's he says it's basically he knows he should he should wait like this isn't a good time to engage you know so let's see what he says here he He said i should have i should have been more patient but my number one target the old man was barely 20 yards away and then the next thing you know it says what can i say and they show him on the dock running at him i'm like this is great you know he's like i'm only human yeah he's like you know he does make mistakes yeah yeah yeah, I'm only human. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and just well, they, as he's running toward him too, he's like, "Oh crap! These yeah, these, these guys are professional because he's like, they're not. <laughs> nobody's running away. Yeah, yeah, they're like getting a better angle to yeah, shoot. They're them all at. taking yeah. cover and firing back. Yeah. It's not the normal street. Like, oh, that man, he's I used to, up. you know. Yeah. So what does he? He beats fun. a quick retreat. Then he sees that right, he's outmatched, exactly. so he gets right. the fuck out of there. Yeah, and he again, takes a couple of shots in the body armor, and then he you yeah. know jumps into the lake and swims away. And he's yeah. again going back to the the TV series where that Wait, Punisher what? just no, like almost always makes bad decisions all the time, and that's what I don't like about him. Like I like John Bernthal as the character, I like yeah. him as an actor in the role, but the actual writing of what the Punisher does is almost it's almost all very emotional reactions all the time, and it's like mm-hmm. no. His emotions died with his family. You missed the fucking point here. You know, like that's that's where that went. Now it's it's the the comic prior to this one is where he kills the guy who pissed on his family's grave. That's what I wanted to ask you about this Cavella guy. Uh, It mentions mentions the desecration of his family grave. And I wanted to ask you about that. So yeah, I, it, it. feel free to read it. It's fantastic. <laughs> but so Nikki Cavella and Nikki Cavella was introduced actually in that first story, the in the beginning one that you read along that I had you read a long time ago, um, where they they capture the Punisher because microchip sold him out or whatever. Uh, anyway, Nikki Cavella is this badass gangster, and he's he wants to get revenge on the Punisher. And he has like he takes footage of him pissing on the Punisher's grave. And when the, like the great the greatest panel in that issue is they just show like the last panel is the reaction shot. And you can go look at it if you want. It's uh, it'd be like towards the very beginning of this this volume that we're looking at is him just staring. He's, he's like seeing it on TV in like a bar or a restaurant. And the look on his face, the way the artist rendered it, like you can just you can just see the absolute pure rage on his face <laughs> as he stares at the TV and you're like, Oh, this is going to be good. And then like all he ends up doing to that dude though, what's funny about it is like, you think he's going to torture him to death, this or that. All he does is drag him out to the woods. And he's like, look, he's like, you might think that you deserve, you know, that I'm going to, you know, fuck you up worse than everybody else. He's like, but then in the end it, it's just death. And he's like, and he shoots him in the stomach. And he's like, so I just brought you out here to nowhere. 
in the middle of nowhere and you're just going to bleed to death. That's it. There's <laughs> nothing special for you. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> like, and that's who they're referencing when they're like, yeah, they found Nikki Cavella out in the woods and the birds got to him. They ate his fucking eyes. And <laughs> I was just like, it's just, Garth Ennis just so gets this fucking character. Garth Ennis did Preacher. Yeah. He did that show. Uh, he wrote the comic that that show The Boys is based on. I don't know if you guys watched that. Yeah. On Amazon Prime, but uh, again, uh, and again, they censor his stuff for TV, which is hilarious that they have to they have to tone down his comic book stuff to make it R rated, basically, which mm-hmm. I think is great. Uh, what did you think of uh, or what did you have to do you have any input, Rob? You're being kind of quiet over there. Yeah, I'm listening. <clears throat> um, <laughs> well, I think the character in this in this comic that um, he's a lot smarter then I think yes, very calculated and, and and he seemed more intelligent than the way I've seen him portrayed on uh, the big screen. Yes, um, which was enjoyable. But uh, man, this comic was well written. I mean, it's definitely got some shock values. Um, oh yeah, there's there's a lot of. Stuff. Oh yeah, well let's uh, let's you know go progress ahead. in I the storyline. I know you've been waiting to say. I mean, after- what was the big shock panel for you? Well. You've, there's there's more. There's two more big ones. The that, big one is still out there. I was saving the, it for One of you. the most traumatic ones for me was uh, you find out that Vior, Viorca or yeah. Viorica or however you say her name, she ends up, uh, she escapes from uh, the place they have her, the prostitution um, house, and she gets out and she tries to get out um, the social worker helps her so she escapes and she has a baby like before she came to the state she she had a baby and you know they always keep the baby they don't let her see the baby much because you know they know she'll do what they want if they promise her a little time with her baby or whatever so the little time she has you know she ends up telling the guards, you know, that she'll have sex with them if she can have more time with her baby. So at that point, she tries to escape and she does. She gets out. She gets to the social worker and the social worker has a hotel for Viorca and she takes her out to go get some clothes and leaves the baby with the social worker's boyfriend. And that's uh, Vera. Uh, one of the he- heads, you know, of the, yeah. the ring, she finds out and takes the baby and, you know, beats up the boyfriend. The next thing you find out is Vera, because she's a, tr- this is what you find out about Vera. She's a fucking twisted psychopath, man, like worse than right. Chris do, worse than the old man. And right. she sends an email to uh, the social worker and the social worker and Viorca are there. They open the email and it's just a picture of the, of a dead baby. It's, that, it, that was, it's her, it's her daughter, Anna, just dead. They showed the baby yeah. with the, the ba- eyes open. baby with the eyes yeah, open, like was, roll back to the that top was of rough. the head. I was like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck? Is, was, Sean I, all the other read. stuff was like, nothing after watching, after reading, uh, seeing that on, I was the, like, on this, the comic, I was like, <laughs> I, I guess that kind of, you forget about all the other stuff yeah. after that. I was like, Oh my God, they the dude, 
just drew Dude, a dead baby. This is, this is the difference between oh. Batman Year One and The Punisher. <laughs> in the Batman Year One, they save the baby, and The Punisher <laughs> is dead baby. You know, I'm like, I did not need to see that. That was dramatic. <laughs> so uh, I was like, it's like, I was like, so what's next? So yeah, so, <laughs> what's fucking next? What's fucking, fucking heart next? attack? Right, right. So then finally, um, uh. Punisher takes care of Christu and and he gives up a bunch of information because his guts are, you know, all over the trees or whatever. He ends up getting information of, uh, about Vera and and the old man. So he goes down to uh, confront Vera and she's got she's like um she's got like a headquarters. They got a headquarters in downtown New York. They got like a big high rise penthouse or whatever. So she overlooks the city and uh, yeah. Punisher, you know goes there to her office and <laughs> just grabs her and throws her against the freaking windows of the high rise, like the big plate glass windows repeatedly, man, just picks her up and throws her face right into the window multiple times. I'm like, dude, this guy is serious. He ain't, he's out there. And then it, well, he talks about he? how it's like reinforced and like, he knows that she's not going to go through it. Right. She's not going to go through the glass. She's not going to break the glass. Right. She's not going to. She, she, Unless he, yeah. he keeps throwing her. <laughs> he tells her, he's like, you, you know, you're going to break before the glass does. And uh, he's there. He's there to get information uh, from Vera about the old man because he's he's trying to get to the old man. He's the head of everything, and so uh, um, she ends up giving up some information. And but he continues, <laughs> he continues to uh, just throw her against the glass. And the last well, time he throws her so hard. That he knocks the whole plate out. It didn't. Well, break. that's what he says. With enough, if you do it enough times, you'll you'll break the frame, and that's right. eventually what happens. And she goes flying out the window. But again, uh, that that exerted some effort. But he's not hurting himself to do that kind of torture. Uh, just to kind of point that out, I'm a lot smarter about his torturing. Right. Well, he's not the, prejudiced on who he'll beat up. Oh yeah. no no no! Not yeah. at all. He uh, He's, uh, he uh, <laughs> as long as you're bad, he'll beat you up. Yeah, he I mean, is, uh, it, he's Judge it, Judy and Executioner, man. Yeah, like uh, yeah, women and, and well, Vera, does, yeah. dude, Vera, like I said, she's a sick. Well, she deserved it. I mean, after, fuck, yeah, yeah, because the whole she she all basically right. kept, you know, she put through the guidelines down for the women. So much for girl power with her. Yeah, right? It, I mean, <laughs> right. No, she's she she said. What did she say? She, she said, "Oh, me too." The girls that they brought over. She he t- she told the guys in, in charge of the girls to rape them to break them. Like that's right. how sick this this uh, this woman was, you know. Yeah. So they, you know, they she knew that the girls would never challenge him after, after you know they knew that nothing they could do they they could not they could not overpower you know, Vera, whatever they did. So right. basically I just have the girls scared to death, you know, it's just like, fuck. This, so, this story is so fucked up. So does the Punisher have a conscience of any kind? Because I mean, he doesn't hurt the cops. He doesn't, he tries not to hurt any bystanders. He was worried about, uh, hurting what the girls or something. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, this guy, I is, mean, he has, I don't know if it's a conscience more, more I mean, he's, code. Yeah, he's he's got, you know, I know Sean was talking about the anti-hero. He doesn't claim to be a hero, yeah. but he definitely isn't trying to. I mean, he's got, yeah, a code or some well, moral. Th- like, he knows. Yeah, 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 he does. Yeah. 
but he also knows too that you know he's a mass murderer. I mean, that's really what it comes well, down yeah, to. Well, yeah, he's he's not really protective about his victims, <laughs> right? And and I think he, you know you do see a little bit of the humanity, a little bit of the conscience when when that when he first meets first meets Viorica and he's you know she says that they murdered my baby and that kind of that kind of sticks in his his head a little bit you know like a right. splinter in the mind kind of thing also right. i just want to point out i said judge judy and executioner and nobody called me on it which is also a hot fuzz <laughs> reference and so i'm a little disappointed in both of you guys anyway, I, haven't seen that. I haven't seen that in a while um but yeah i so but i think kind of like what steve said though too i think it's more just uh, you know, he has this idea of, of who he goes after, you know, in he, he wants to protect innocent. Pe- he basically just wants to punish. Like, it's not, I don't even know it's about protection really, but I mean, I guess it somewhat is, you know, he, he saves those girls. Um, and, but yeah, I, I, I think it's, he's so driven. And at this point too, like you can kind of tell by the artist rendition that, you know, he's pretty old here. He's probably in his fifties at least judging from the amount of, you know, wrinkles and stuff you see on his face and everything. Like he's so deep into this that uh, it's just almost like a job for him. You know, like I, mm-hmm. I think it rarely factors in. He, you know, he's methodical and, but I think that's where the sociopath part comes in. It's not even so much that he, you know, he cares about everybody else. He's just driven to kill these people. I mean, would you personally do you have, do you have a problem with what he's doing? I don't. Are you bad? He's killing bad people. <laughs> well, no, no. Like in a in a comic book world, it's fantastic. Everything you know, you know, is is pretty much black and white, and you believe that everybody that gets killed by him fully fucking deserved it, right? Like that's. Right. I mean, that obviously, just like any other comic book, that doesn't carry over to the real world. Nothing is that black and white typically but yeah i mean he tends to like he said at one point he's like you know i killed anybody that that had pulled a gun on me or something like that so sometimes he he lets people live if they don't seem murderous you know so it's not like do you stand behind the punisher more or captain america um i'll, I'll just say i enjoy his exploits uh i i if I if I'm truly trying if I'm trying to be like genuine and not be sarcastic sarcastically I'm like I'm totally 100 percent Punisher I want to kill everybody too, but uh, if I'm being genuine though and you know trying to be objective, um, you know it's it's kind of terrifying. It's, again, if you apply it to the real world, you know collateral damage. Uh, you got to figure you know some of these guys, especially low level types, but you know th- they're not you know, they've been kind of dragged into a world of crime sometimes against their will and stuff. So if you start getting into like the realities of it, it's like, well, no, you can't just decide everybody needs to die. Right. Uh, But in the comics, obviously that's how they set things up. And like I said, I enjoy that. I enjoy that, you know, every they Garth Ennis writes these guys, these villains so well that you, you're just, you can't wait to see how they die. You know, like what's going to happen? How's, how is he going to make this fun and interesting? And like, that's, that's the, that's how I live vicariously. Cause I dude, there's, there's people I would love to fucking kill. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you told me multiple times. You've wanted to, it's usually in traffic. Somebody with gasoline and light them on fire. (laughs) Oh my God. How great. Like, dude, I've never seen Sean Moore. Like the guy that's driving. Yeah. The guy that's traffic. The the way some people drive, when they try to, you know, when they cut me off or do something where I could almost get into a fucking accident, that's definitely when I rage out the most for sure. Uh, or my horrible neighbors when I, I just mind my own business and somehow they manage to fuck with me. And I'm like, but I, I'm just minding my own business. Leave me alone. Uh, 
I yell but at no, people that I, don't I, use I, turn signals, man. I go into a rage. That's not rage inducing for me. It's more like somebody cuts me off out of nowhere and I have to slam my brakes on and swerve. Like that's what I'm like. Okay. like well, why are you yelling? They didn't use their turn signal. So what? It's like it pisses me off. I want a warning of what they're gonna do. That's, Rob's got the worst rage issues that I do. He just has it more contained. Oh, man. That's it turns out that's the boomer rage right there. That's Rob. <laughs> no, that's, me. <laughs> that's me driving all the time. Rob's going to go full Punisher and they're just going <laughs> to, you're going to find the first body is going to have, he's going to have ripped that, that blinker bar out of the steering column, Shut whatever the fuck ass. you call it. Yeah, you know, it's going to be this like down their throat, you know, <laughs> oh, man. use your blinker. Like, that's what it's there for. <laughs> right, next well, time you're on the road just blinkers. count how many people get over without using hey, their blanket uh, the ironic thing is it's going to be me with the, the thing shoved up my throat down my throat it's just courteous if I'm real close I'll use my signal but there's no way around I don't use my signal so I'm anyway all right. yeah alright so, so let's let's get back to where yeah, we he, were he takes he's down. A, he's taken down Christu. He's taken down Vera, and now yeah. now he's after the old man. Now he got the information, enough information from Vera to uh, find the whereabouts of the old man, and, and he, he and so he finds his house and he's got the girls there and he starts throwing them at the Punisher like human fucking shields. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, he he, uh, he uh, wires a manhole cover that's right in front of the door. With Punisher does this. Yes. Yeah, the Punisher does. Yeah, and um, uh, he gets. Uh, what does he do? Oh, he he had the number to the girls, uh, to the uh, the house, and he called to pretend like he was, you know, uh, uh, going, you know, setting up an appointment with a girl, and then he canceled, and he knew that would piss off the old man. Right. So the old man comes there and in his rage, he's yelling at the people at the door, like, why'd you let these people cancel or whatever? And right. that's when he he leaves the door open while he's yelling at the guys, you know, and he yeah. see, he said that the Punisher says this. He's like, you know, Chris, do he wouldn't have done that. He would have made sure the door was locked and everything. But because the old man's old school and he just functions on rage, basically he's like, yes, that was lucky. So then he blows up the manhole and, you know, blows up everybody in front of the door too. And that's when right. you said that, that the old man he's taking, you know, he's taking other, other uh, of his henchmen and using them as shields to try and get away from the Punisher. Blame the girls. He's throwing the girls in, in out there and just yeah, yeah. He's throwing it. Yeah, the old man. He don't give. A fuck. I love how he gets gets him to put the girl down. Though. Oh yeah. So it, eventually he uh, he he gets um, Tibaru, the old man. He gets him cornered up in one room upstairs, and um, Tibaru takes one of the girls that was left as a as a hostage, using her as a shield. And uh, go ahead, Rob. Tell him how he he gets the old man to. Well, he calls him a coward. Exactly. He, he knows, knows how to get to this yeah, guy. He's saying, yeah. he, he, before he, he says but it, he's did he say he's like, it in Romanian or whatever? Because, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah because yeah, it had the little yeah. um, Well, they said coward, but 
I, he learned it from uh, Chris he said he when he learned was torturing it from, Chris. Yeah, dude. when he was taking out the guts yeah. of Chris too. I was like, that's cool. He 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 did probably didn't know what it meant, but he figured it out. Yeah, so he just said, well, he said he looked it up. He's oh, like, uh, oh, he did look it up. Okay, yeah, something he, he kept saying when he was when he was torturing him. Yeah. He's like, so I, I you know I I, yeah. I looked it up. Yeah, <laughs> and he says the like, coward. That was neat because yeah. you know he. Yeah. Well, before he's like, what can I, what have I got? You yeah. Know, when he, he yeah. he's standing there and, and he's looking at and Tib- Tibaru with the girl. And he's like, what, what do I got in this situation? Well, once again, he doesn't what shoot can the I girl. Use? He could have just shot like through the girl or something. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. He's, I mean, he's the dude's, I'm telling you, he's yeah. conscious. He's like, what do, what do I got to win this fight? And what's <laughs> awesome. He won't kill innocent people. He will not kill yeah. innocent people. That's his whole thing. Like, I mean, yeah. he, then he's as bad as they are. He's that's like, that's not his thing at all. Yeah. But he's it thinking is, in his head, he's like, what have I got that, you know, yeah, to take this guy out? And it, it, yeah. what he took him out with was a word and he, yeah. because he knew the old man that, you know, calling him a coward would, would knock him, uh, you know, get him enraged. And so he bum rushes Punisher once he calls him a coward and Punisher easily takes down the old man. Right. But and doesn't, then, uh, doesn't kill him. <laughs> he doesn't. He just breaks his arm, bashes his face in with his knee. Because then, he's uh, saving him for something even better. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which, which is a little videotape he made. made a yeah. little video. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. He calls, he calls the cop. He calls the crooked cop the to crooked the location cop. Yeah. to watch. And the Punisher is just uh, uh, he, he, he intimidates him. Yeah, he's like he gets ready to pull his gun. He's like, "You really gonna pull that?" And he's like, "Oh Jesus!" Everybody's terrified of the Punisher, which makes sense because again, he is a mass murderer. It's it's kind of funny when right. you think about people like who would you be if you were a criminal of any level and you were coming up against Batman or the Punisher? Like, I would yeah. run to Batman from the Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right? Yeah, if you if you if you turn around and you see that that big old skull. On, on right. that black shirt, like fuck that, what, dude. I'm gone. What'd you do wrong to run away? I just, I probably just, <laughs> yeah. What'd you do? Probably, probably that that asshole with his turn signal. Was in the, dude, if that was me, I'd, I'd probably, if I saw that, I'd, just, I'd probably just blow my own brains out. I'd be like, fuck it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's I'm no, not there's going no out like with that. the guy. There's no, right. there's nothing you right. can offer like, him. You, you know, it's over. He did let that one guy go though. That he tortured for information. He let him go. So, well, yeah, he's, well, again, that's what I think. Like, I, I feel like certain low level people, he's not, you know, well, one, he needs them around for information, too. But uh, secondly, I, I think he does have some kind of chart, <laughs> like a mental chart <laughs> yeah. of a certain line you have to cross before you, you just get capped in the in the face. Um, <laughs> but uh, get back to it. He, he drags this cop there to watch and he has Chris do all tied up. And he just no, not casu- Chris do. He's got Tibur. Oh, sorry. Tibur. Yeah, he's got the old man all tied up. He's got a, mm-hmm. a little video camera on a tripod. And uh, the, the old man's still just talking mad shit. And the Punisher just <laughs> casually grabs a can of gasoline <laughs> and just pours it on the dude who's wide awake. And, like, again, just screaming at him. He's called him a shit eater and a fuck and a cock and a, just everything. And right. uh, 
calls and him Punisher, a coward. Yeah, Punisher leans into the the video camera because he's recording everything, and he's like, you know, he leans into the camera, and says, "Stay, stay the fuck out of America, basically," because he wants that crooked cop to go to Romania or wherever, send that tape to, you know, the to uh, the people he knows. Oh, yeah, right. right. So they'll stop the traffic. I love how it it was a CD video recorder. Yeah, yeah, or a DVD or whatever. Yeah, it was like a CD. It had it, yeah. CD ROM or whatever. Tells you how. It was, <laughs> right. wasn't even 20 years old, that comic. And that's, <laughs> yeah, how, that's how far how, the technology yeah, has come. <laughs> right. We've progressed. But yeah, it leans into the camera. He's like, you know, stay the fuck out of my well, town, he says, basically. He just says, don't come back here. And then he flicks his Zippo. Yeah. And tosses it. <laughs> and then you see the cop horrified as this guy just burns a lot. And the Punisher just nonplussed, unfazed, watches this guy burn to death, casually goes and get, retrieves the disc from the camera, hands right. it to the guy who has Like there's, uh, like there's not a giant raisin temperature right behind him. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then you get a little... Uh, you get a little afterward, you know, a little uh, what happened to everybody else. Like, yeah, this was that, this is the so-called happy ending I was talking about. <laughs> the, so uh, the, yeah, the female the, cop. Mm. Go ahead. Female cop works for uh, the social worker. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. The, the social workers, worker. you know, sent the Punisher, you know, basically stuff about the girls to see how they were doing and everything. But uh, but yeah, before that, the female cop ended up quitting the force and working with the social worker and um what, what i thought that was there? really cool though it just showed you know like she was really affected by all this stuff with the girls and decided yeah. she wanted to do something about it yeah and, well yeah and, so the social worker ends up sending the punisher you know just to see how the girls were doing half of them what went back some were dead some were some, dead some went back to hook some in. Went back and some are have some some good have days. good lives <laughs> some good days some not, good not days yeah yeah they weren't and then they good. end it with viorica uh they show her she's still alive she's working in a diner but um the last thing you see is viorica there's there's uh some patrons at the diner and they have you know uh two small kids and you know she's waiting their table and she sees the kids and just goes back to to the back room and starts crying you know and that's how it ends so you know a happy ending for the punisher <laughs> what i like about it though it's like realistic it's not the super mega happy ending because there is right. no happy ending for that it's like right it, again, yeah, it's more real. realistic mm-hmm. it is you know it doesn't have the triumphant music playing at the end because that's just it's not how the real world is yeah uh, and he tell he tells the social worker is like you know this isn't going to stop anything the trafficking is still going to continue right but he's like i'm going to do what i can you know right he uh dude but do you guys see now though why i'm always disappointed in the punisher on film like, I mean, yeah. this is, yeah, uh, this, I get it. <laughs> I understand. Like, yeah. Cause no, no matter what they've done, it just doesn't measure up to the comics. And I think a lot of people are just like, okay, comic fanboy, calm down. We know comics are the Bible and it's the best stuff. And, and, and that's really not my attitude. You know, like I can acknowledge when a comic book has been improved upon, which would be like the, in the MCU, especially like the, the civil war storyline and the winter soldier. So like, I, I think they did a great job with that stuff without, actually telling the exact same story they told the they took the important parts of the story and then uh melded it into the marvel universe to fit what they were doing and i thought that was great 
so I'm not one of those people who just thinks the comic is always the best, just a hundred percent adapt the comic. That's, that's not my attitude. My attitude is just these, a lot of these Garth Ennis stories, especially are so much better than anything we've ever seen in the Punisher. And I don't understand what, like who is reading, like, are these people just not reading the comics or are they just too stupid to recognize the excellence of these comics too arrogant? I don't understand it because again, just this one story, this little six issue story is better than all three movies and both seasons of the Punisher, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah. The, the Netflix show you, you thought was okay. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I, I mean, I enjoyed elements of it. I also, there's also parts I really hate. Like uh, I'm doing a rewatch. Like I rewatched season one a while ago and now I'm rewatching season two. And there, not only am I getting the history of Billy Russo, I'm getting the history of his fucking therapist. Like, what the fuck are you doing? No one fucking cares. Like, tell yeah. a tight, good story. This is not good right. storytelling. I don't care about these people. It, they fall into that trap well, of having to fill shit out over 10 right. episodes. It's that, like, just shorten yeah, the, shorten that Marvel. Do that. All of those Marvel uh, ones on Netflix could be five, six episodes. Right. And you'd be all right. There's yeah. always, like, two yeah. or three episodes where I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I right. really like Luke Cage, but, man, you could have shortened that to six episodes, you know? Yeah. If yeah. you got to yeah. go back to the bar one more time. Yeah. You know, it's like, just, stop. It's like I think I just watched this episode, you know? It's like, stop with but the I liked it. Episode, I liked man. what... Just get down to yeah, the when they get to the meat and potatoes, bones, it's really yeah. good. I mean, right. it, it's better than watching, you know, sitcoms. But I mean, yeah. you know, I watch, you know, I watch a lot of TV. So, I mean, I'm, I'm used just, to that format, right, you, kind you of know, expected. I call them filler episodes, yeah, you know, yeah, they're where, totally filler. yeah, they totally go away. And some of them are good, like Supernatural. I don't know if you the watch thing that, about those filler episodes they really is they well. always put just one little tiny thing in there. It's like, oh, yeah, you got to watch that. this, you know, right. It's because this that little, actually little, moves the actual whole. Right. But it only takes up story forward. Exactly. But it only takes up about 30 seconds of that episode. Like the right. rest is just hot garbage. But again, I like the I like the actor. I like pretty much all the actors that have played the Punisher. I don't have an issue with the actors. Yeah, there I like are definitely that. scenes and things I have enjoyed. Um, but again, with this one especially, I'm at that point in season two, and I don't know if you've watched. Uh, I know Rob's watched season two of the Punisher. Did you watch season two, Steve? Yeah, I finished the Punisher. But there is a point where. Uh, like Billy Russo and his gang, they rob this uh, check cashing place or whatever. And the Punisher decides that's when he's going to go after him. And what is the, what does he go after him with? Like a nine millimeter gun. Like, that's it. Like, that's not the Punisher. He's not going to go after eight dudes with eight right. bullets. Right. You know, like, it's just it's so stupid. Like, it's it's it just blows my mind how asinine. And again, going back to that, that scene at the Russian gym is like brutal and violent. And it's, and it's you know, kind of cool. But it's also like the Punisher would never walk in that place to punch people out. So he would, okay, he, so, he would, so he not just, not, yeah, not just the Garth Ennis stuff, like other stuff. Well, he the would Punisher have a big gun. It's still, yeah. it's oh, still definitely. Like that. Especially okay. 90s Punisher. 90s Punisher was all about just big guns, bazookas. Like there's a lot of Punisher comics where he's like hanging outside of a building with a goddamn rocket launcher. It's, you know, just over the top insane okay. with the weapons back then. Okay. But, but nowadays he, you know, he, you saw his little, he's got an arsenal. And you know how easy it is to get a fucking arsenal now. You used to see that shit in an 80s movie and you're like, wow. And now it's like, oh, that's all my neighbors because I, I live <laughs> in fucking white trash land. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the idea that he would be like he would get this information that, oh, yeah, none of those guys are armed. 
like the Punisher in this comic book would be like perfect. And then he'd walk in, and then he'd walk in with maybe a, a, a little hand, just a, a pistol, and just start shooting people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which I think would have been way more awesome if like he shoots a guy that's fucking, he's on the weight bench, and he's got the thing suspended, and he just fucking shoots him, and the thing drops on him and it kills him. It drops yeah. right in his neck or whatever. Yeah, uh, so you were saying and, he would not go in unarmed. He would have fuck some. Fuck no. It's about efficiency. He's not trying to punch out bodybuilders. Like, yeah. what the fuck? That's more comic book ridiculous than the fucking comic books. Yeah. No, that's not yeah. the Punisher. And then you got like the 2004 Punisher with Thomas Jane, which again, I thought he was great. I really like Thomas Jane. However, like the the level he went to to set up stuff was so absurd to me. Like he made the John Travolta character think that his wife was cheating on him with his best friend or something. He's like, no, the Punisher just kills those people. He doesn't have time for that nonsense. He's not fucking, you know what I mean? He's not fucking putting wiretaps in. He's just trying to figure out the fastest, easiest way he can kill somebody and get away with it. That's it. It's very simple. And that's why I say things like, you know, John Wick. John Wick is the Punisher. Uh, Man on Fire. Uh, uh, what was that thing? I, I just watched a movie. The Equalizer was pretty good. It's a oh little bit. Oh my god, the Equalizer! Holy shit! Which one's so that? That was pretty brought, good. It was a little back lame because he wouldn't use guns really. Which you know that's not the Punisher, but he's still he's very smart. Cal- which one's that? Oh my god! It's Washington. That- it's a remake. Oh so there was a- no, I'm thinking of something else. Sorry. Was there a oh, okay. TV show called The Equalizer? Yeah, there was a TV <laughs> show in the familiar. 80s called The Equalizer. But oh, I think it was, what, it was a lot right after the not Flash. Not what Sean's thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> it was right after the Flash. Wrong right. series. Sorry. No, The Equalizer, the movie. There's there's two of them. I only saw the first one, but uh, you know, it's basically just a, a revenge story. Uh, and Denzel Washington is is the main character. Denzel yeah, Washington I would be a great that. Punisher. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I know what you're talking it, about. But yeah, dude, just these other movies are better Punisher movies than anything that's actually says the Punisher on it, and it drives me fucking nuts. Like, um, yeah, I I could see how they definitely toned it down um, right? for the for the movie. But you know what? When I was when I was reading these comics, I mean, there at first, you know, coming into it, I was like, wow, that that's shocking. Uh, do we have to go there? And then as I, it, the story was great, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I I, I kind of forgot about the violence and the yeah, I like just because the story and his monologue, you know, and everything, like you said, it was very realistic. But it was I mean, this guy can really write. I mean, I thought it was great. So, um, what a, so you know, I guess they tone it down so that more people will watch it. You know, I mean, it's about yeah, making money. That's like what I was thinking. for like Chris, Chris do. Yeah. Know? But, but, at, you know, but, but it, I mean, if you tell this story, I mean, I would watch it. I mean, you, you would start where well, you'd be like, oh, uh, you know, a Bible thumper wouldn't watch it, but you know, they're not going to well, watch who, it. Anyway. Exactly. Who gives a shit? Like stay I mean, true tell to the, the character. Story, yeah. You know? Like yeah, why do yeah. they do that every time? Don't. I get it. They want to make well, it's the about most money, economic. man. Yeah, That's the only reason you're watching possible. it. So yeah, yeah. And they know we're gonna see it anyway. <laughs> and I watched it anyway. So. Speaking of MCU, yeah. okay, I thought are we gonna good. see? Are we gonna see the Punisher in another uh, a, re, uh, a new a new movie? Maybe in the MCU. Well, see, I'm not. I'm really curious about that because you know they have the Deadpool property as well, which is R-rated, and I, you know now that it's in Disney's hands, and Disney has ways. You know they have other. Uh, names they use to distribute R rated stuff. Light. Right. Yeah, they got Searchlight. <laughs> and, Searchlight. You know, they've used other Touchstone Pictures and, you know, uh, all kinds of different stuff they, they could do it under. Um, I'm really curious what, what they're going to do moving forward. I have no idea. I've, 
I feel like it's a, you know, it's money on the table if they don't, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially with Deadpool. And I know they're in talks to do Deadpool, but, you know, people want him in the MCU, but they're concerned about, you know, doing R rated versus PG 13. I don't think um, they need to, I think just keep Deadpool like it is. I mean, right. have some cameos, you know, maybe, you know, kind of like what they've they, been doing. Well, I, I feel like what they're doing by not if they're considering not doing our an R rated movie, what they're doing is they're trying to appease that small percentage, that that small minority, uh, small but very vocal minority who are really stupid and will take their kids to see a Deadpool movie because it's tied into the MCU despite the rating, and then you know they'll go on the internet and oh raise hell. Oh my god! About, can you believe what I just watched? I took my kid to see it. Right? Yeah. How is this in kid? the same universe as Captain America? What is wrong with you people? And like, I feel like Disney should just reply and be like, "You're you're a shit parent. You should look at yourself." There's all these ratings. There's fucking handrails on everything. There's fucking don't drink bleach signs. This is your fault, not ours. You know, like don't right. take your kids to the R-rated Deadpool movie. You fucking idiot. Next, I mean, just, that's how I would man. I, I, my corporation would go under right away because that's how I would treat people. <laughs> I would just be like, you're a fucking moron. Like, I don't but know what else least, to tell you. But at least you make the movie that you wanted to make. <laughs> <laughs> right. But no, they, that's the thing. The The reality is they would make money. Deadpool is a known property now. You know, it's it's done very well. The Both both movies have done really well. Uh, the Punisher, I just think, you know, he's kind of got demoted to a Netflix series. He could easily carry a movie if they just did it right. Just do it right. Just do it right. These, you know, John Wick movies are doing great. That's all they are. Simple revenge tales. Those movies are doing fantastically at the box office. There's no reason a Punisher movie couldn't do well. They just need it, you know, to be written better. And again, you know, bring in Garth Ennis. That's all you got to do. Just adapt yeah. one of his, any one of his stories. Well, where was Garth I, Ennis on the Netflix series? Was he not, you know, no, he's over, never been consulted on Punisher. They, shit. At they all. never ask him to overlook anything. No, they adapt. Like I said, they, they'll take little bits and pieces here and there, but overall they, you know, it, this goes back to th- 2004, even like, I don't know if you remember the 2004 movie, but there's a scene where, uh, this guy called the Russian shows up at the Punisher's apartment and they fight. It's a really big dude. He was played by a wrestler. I forget the wrestler's name. Um, and they have this really knockdown drag out fight that's lifted straight from the very first time Garth Ennis wrote the Punisher back when he had to write it in the Marvel universe. And it was only, it was like PG PG 13. Um, so he was, you know, on a leash back then, but so they've been taking bits and pieces of Garth Ennis's stuff but never, you know, never one whole story. And it it just drives me fucking nuts because there's a bunch of these great Punisher stories told by this dude. And they're just like, ah, we'll just take a little bit here and then we'll make it better. And then they never make it better. They always make it worse. Did the Rambo, the latest Rambo movie kind of steal from this? I just watched it. I haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen it? You like it? Dude, I was actually, I just rewatched that the other day and I I was thinking that. And I was like this, I mean, I forgot why I liked Rambo. And then I watched that and I was like, man, Rambo, I remember why I kind of liked watch. Well, you know, it was eighties. So, I mean, it's yeah. definitely a different time, but mm-hmm. I was like, man, I still like these action. You know, it's just about action, but I mean, this yeah. one kind of had a story to it. And the story reminded me of, of this kind of, you know, yeah. I was no, like, you're, you could, you're absolutely, if, I you made, that too. if you could make that movie, 
you could surely make this movie because yes. this movie had right. much more interesting elements to it yeah. than the yes. Rambo movie. I know it had Sylvester Stallone, but I mean, it, you know, it's not 1985 anymore, and he still right. got his movie out. Yeah, I have to check that out. I yeah, I mean, and it's I was, Prime. I, I oh, was, yeah, that's why I watched it because oh, it was free. Nice, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I kind of, you know, after I thought about that after reading this comic, I was like, man, they could have really made a good. You know, if you did the Punisher, I mean, if they can make that this latest Rambo movie, they could certainly make this slaver uh, comic. Yeah, and that, that Rambo movie is a, is really really violent. Super, and yeah. that's why you go to see it though. Like when I went to the theater, right. I, I went opening night because I was so excited. You know what you're especially, going, yeah, right. you know what that's you're what you're see. going to see. And and again, I 100 percent agree with you because I just rewatched it last weekend. And I, I thought about that because, you know, we were we were doing the slavers. I was like, man, this is this is very similar to that Punisher storyline, the slavers. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 they might have been inspired by it. I, I couldn't say. But, man, there, there's a there's a lot in common there, though. So you sure. think Disney will pull the trigger on something like that then or no? I, dude, I have I really don't know. I feel like they almost would create a whole new lot, whole new studio line. Kind of like how Marvel had the Max line. They should kind of do that. For, they should Max. have an R-rated line. They should yeah. have Deadpool and Punisher and uh, I, don't, just, I don't know what other characters. Moon Knight. Craven. Disney and R-rated. That just doesn't Get go Craven together. Craven with, uh, with his lion. lion his uh, Cheetah loincloth. Yeah. Here I come. But yeah, so that's I'm. I have no prediction He's there. <laughs> you can put. You can. He was naked. Remember what you said the first right. first panel. Maybe, He's, guys, naked. maybe with all this money they've lost because of the the, the virus, maybe they'll consider some uh, different avenues now. Maybe maybe all of a sudden it's like maybe an R-rated yeah. Deadpool's not. Maybe we They're should like, fast we track that cash shit. Grab. Let's go. Right. Like the, and again, it's, it's it's money on the table. Maybe we'll see those. Uh, Original trilogy Star Wars. Hey, you in might 4K. see it now. Disney's losing money. They're, they're yeah, that's what I mean. They're not open. They're yeah, gonna be that's like, what I mean. We because might of actually the virus, fast track they might Star be, Wars, dude. If they weren't, if Disney Plus wasn't <laughs> rolling right now, dude. They'd yeah, be but they're really not. Hurt. They're not making any money off of Disney. Dude, Plus ESPN. Right now. There's no sports. They're yeah. hurting bad, man. That's what, what I mean. They might. Hemorrhaging. They might fast track some ideas that before this virus they they had tabled. They might look at stuff now and say. You you know what? Maybe it's time we put out the original trilogy on Blu-ray for everybody. And uh, you know what I mean? Just all these different yeah. things. Maybe it's time to do an R-rated Deadpool movie because we need some money. So right. it may, maybe something good will come out of this. I don't know. Yeah, that would that would be great. I, w- I would love that. And us essential workers still have uh, current cash flow. I'm ready to spend. Go. <laughs> right? Do you see uh, the latest? Uh, I this has nothing to do with comics, but when you said that, uh, I think the top, what is it, one percent made over two hundred and thirty billion dollars from April tenth. You know, like when this coronavirus started. So somebody's making money out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. Well, that's why they started this whole movement of, with the idiots. You got the idiots at the outside the uh, the city halls and everything, and. That 
that all started with the billionaires because that's how they make their money is off us little folks. So they, you know, they plant these seeds, they create these Facebook groups and inspire yeah. people like, yeah, I do want to go back to work. I do need a haircut. <laughs> and they go and do their thing because it, because the billionaires are making money. We make their money. You know, right. that's, yeah. that's, I wish that's that people that would understand that. Like we are the backbone. You know, we right. have all the power. You know, but exactly. the, the average. Let's person get rid of the union. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 we're not. We we're don't not making this a political show. We got to bring this All back. Right, sorry, sorry. It's not a political show. Punisher. What this. do you give it? What's your rating? What's your rating? I, I give it. I give it. I give it an essential with a caveat. You know, if you, you don't ask mind, me what my rating is, and then tell me what your rating is. Like, oh, I don't think you understand the oh, questions. Started, work. You know, you started the show like that, just the opposite. Right. I asked you a question, I, and you answered it with a question. Then you asked me, me a question. Don't tell me how to run couple goals. This is my show. <laughs> I do what I want. This is this is the opposite of a couple goal. All right, go ahead. What is yours? What is your All rating? Right, uh, I think it's obvious. My mine's essential. Obviously, I've been fucking talking this thing up for ages but yeah i think it's essential reading however i don't think it's to everyone's taste if you're mm-hmm. in, not into ultra violence you know if, if you like things a little bit lighter it's not for you however if you if you like things that are at really dark uh but you know really well written fast moving not decompressed in any way everything that was going on was essential and made sense and was entertaining as far as the story goes in my opinion essential reading that's my rating. I, I agree. Essential reading with the caveat, you know, if you don't mind being psychologically scarred, this is essential. <laughs> essential for sure. Rob, essential? Excellent. Essential. I enjoyed this comic more than I... Oh, wow. Even more than Batman. This, yeah, this was this was my favorite of the I, of I just three. thought it was wow. it was well written. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I, I was like, man, what am I getting myself into? But, I mean, I was totally immersed in this one. Mm-hmm. I agree. Oh. Same here. In fact, isn't there kind I was of really trying to stay awake to like the first night I started reading it and yeah. I just couldn't do it. But I was like, I couldn't wait to get home from work the next day and, and finish it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I read it all in one, um, all in one night. But I kind of forgot like, about awesome. I don't know if I'm desensitized. <laughs> I kind of I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was, the uh, baby got me. <laughs> the baby got me. <laughs> but, uh, dude, I have nightmares about the baby. The baby got me. I can still. Yeah, I that, read it on Monday. I've been having but, nightmares ever since. But um, nice. <laughs> I don't know if I'm desensitized, but I mean, I, I think it was just so well written that yeah. I enjoyed it. I like a good story, man. Yeah, it was, and that's it was really thinking, like, it's not about gratuitous violence. I mean, I, right. I do enjoy right. violence, but I don't think the violence was actually gratuitous. It, it can be shocking. But again, the way Garth Ennis writes villains, you you just can't wait to see what terrible death befalls them at the hands of the Punisher. Like it's just, it's so brilliant that man, I I just love it. It's the way it's like, well, it reminds me of like a Rambo, a Schwarzenegger, you know, I grew up in that era. Death wish, man. It's like, I love love those kind of movies. Yeah. 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 Give me some Charles Bronson shit. But I mean, this one had a story to go along with it. It was was good. Yeah. You agree agree too. Like that was our favorite of the three we've read. That was was my favorite. Yeah. That was more than I thought. I thought the Batman might. Yeah. I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Well, my work here is done, so the podcast <laughs> yeah. is over now. John's like, like, well, that was the best three I got. <laughs> so next week we're reading I, Squirrel Girl. I mean, I don't know if I could like just keep reading The Punisher if it's the same thing over and over again. But, you know, I could see you reading it and then dude, go it's, on it's to not, something man. else. He, he writes and then characters, come back dude. to it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And just kind of. Garth Ennis and the Preacher. I remember reading Preacher. 
Uh, yeah, he writes was, characters, which is another, another reason. Another TV show. That's a, that's a fucked up that, one. You might want to read Preacher. That's another TV show that, we'll, I we'll know, that I know about Preacher because it was oh, all yeah. the show. I yeah, forgot about show. that. Yeah, that's right. So eventually, besides Craven, we'll get to something else that doesn't. <laughs> yeah. 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 What do you What do you got next week for us? All right. So after thinking about it, like literally all week trying to figure out. And I, I narrowed it down to like two or three things. And then today I picked something completely different out of the hat. I decided I decided this week we're going to read something that I haven't even read. We're going to yeah. switch oh, it up a little very bit. Nice. We're going to experience this all together. It's, it's one of those things that my comic book guy, uh, Marcus at, at Ground Zero Comics in Strongsville, going to give him a little shout out. It's something shout he's been recommending. Marcus. He's recommending to me for a while and for years. And I just never picked it up. And then I saw it was on the Comixology Unlimited. I was able to download the first volume of, of the, the trade paperback uh, um, collection uh, for free as, as a member of the Comixology Unlimited or whatever. What is the name of the comic? The name of the comic is called Saga. Mm. Oh, I've read that it, one. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Totally kidding. I was like, read totally it last kidding. night. What else you got? It's, it's Saga. I know it's written by Brian K. Vaughn. I don't I can't remember the artist's name. Um, I think he's the writer. I'm pretty sure he's the writer and the other person is the uh, artist, but I, I don't, but we'll get into the, the credits and everything next week. Cause I don't want to leave anybody's name out, but anyway, it's called saga. Uh, I've been told that it is a kind of like a sci-fi epic along the lines of star Wars. Uh, so okay. I thought that might be a fun one. And yeah, this will be real interesting. None of us have read it. This will be fun. Or have I seen the movie? <laughs> there is no movie. There's no nothing. It's a relatively new. <laughs> that, that was a joke. I'm, I'm looking old. forward to it. I'm looking forward to how I feel now. So, yeah, the, I know the most about this thing. And what I know is it's a comic book that's kind of like Star Wars. <laughs> so that's that's that's, that's a, it. That's a, you had me at kind of like Star Wars. So, so yeah, we're going to. We're going to check that out. So the first volume of the trade paperback, and I don't know, I assume it's like about six issues. Usually trades are between four and six issues. I'm not sure, but we're going to read that. I don't know if that's a whole storyline or 48. I I don't know what he's talking about. I'm on a a, stop with the comic jargon. What is a trade? (laughs) Explain that for me and myself. All right. A trade. uh, I'm just saying trade as short for trade paperback. And what a trade paperback is, is when they collect issues of a comic book into like a volume, like, you know, you have like volume, this would be volume one. So it'll say, it'll be like issues one through six, but collected into what is called a trade paperback. And they would sell that to you at a bookstore. You could take it out of a library instead of just having the flimsy little comic book version of it. Okay. So it's like a, like a, it's got everything all in one book. Yeah. yeah, and that's, that's a trade. That's oh, what I know you were reading is. in the with this Punisher, this collection. That's a trade paperback. It collects I oh, think that, about so it, it wasn't released issue at a time? Or no, it was it, it okay, was. Okay. How you see the covers, you have those cover pages uh, which, okay. to divide up the chapters, but uh, in but reality then, then they six, put it in, later on they condemn they put mm-hmm. it in a vo- after everything's yes. done. Yeah, yeah I, they they combine them into trade paperbacks and okay, then they sell that's those. That's a trade paperback. Yeah, and apparently that whole trade paperback market is a big market too for people that like if you I don't know the last time you were in a bookstore but you know Barnes and Nobles or like Books a Million or whatever, they have huge trade paperback sections. So 
they have value outside of just uh, the comic books, the stores and whatnot. Um, and I have a bunch of stuff in trade as well because it's just easier to read. Like a lot of my Batman stuff, I bought hardback collections of just uh, so I, you know, I don't have to read the comic. But this was before the digital era where now I just read everything on my tablet or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, that's what a trade paperback is. And then you have like a graphic novel and a graphic novel is usually something that was published in that form. Like, meaning like the artist wrote it and then it was published as a book. Like it didn't come out in, in separate issues. Like it was literally always, one story for one big book uh a graphic i'm trying to think of what one would be off the top of my head and i can't think of anything so sorry i got nothing uh, <laughs> you blew it. was 300 a graphic <laughs> novel what? Each Gra- week yes. was, thank you Rob. 300. Rob's rescue. Ah, 300. Was, was sin city a graphic novel sin city was not that was released in uh issues issues uh, yeah, there might have been later. Ver- I, I I don't know every single uh, Sin City story, so later ones might have been a graphic novel. But I know there a lot. All the earlier stuff was uh, written as uh, separate issues, and some of them were even written in like Dark Horse Presents, which was like an anthology series that was out at the time. I remember. Uh, Everybody's learning. This is good. The listeners get a little bit of information. Uh, They never made it this far. Too bad we should have started with this. We stopped listening (laughs) at uh, episode one. (laughs) We should have started with this. (laughs) Episode three. Yeah, right. But Rob, I do. uh, I'm glad you said that, though. So 300 is kind of a weird one, too, because uh, it's it's a hardback graphic novel. And it's uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's like double wide. Basically, it's almost like the pages uh, in, in the the way it's published it's it's like the it's like two pages wide so it's like really mm-hmm. long when you're looking at it does that make sense like yeah said, no, it makes know, perfect uh, sense yeah no okay. i pictured that in my head yeah um but yeah that's the graphic novel format that's how uh that was released mm-hmm. as far as i know i i've not uh verified that so there might be you know some angry comic book guy saying no that came out in issues but as far what as what are I you knew, talking about he's gonna right. hit us up in the comics yeah or the comments thanks right. guy hopefully first hater oh yeah, yeah. So what, how how are we doing uh are, we're are, we're on all the we're on uh we're on we're google on everything. podcast well, uh, we're on we're on google iTunes. podcast we're not on itunes yet that one takes the longest to get approval for okay. um, but this is we we don't this is behind the seat curtain stuff man we don't talk about this on the show what are you doing oh, oh sorry dude. <laughs> like if somebody's not, listening to this they have podcaster. found where we are that's <laughs> true that's a good point so, sorry <laughs> All right, anything you want, guys want to say before we wrap this up? Uh, no, I just uh, keep working on my intro. Maybe one week I'll get it right. <laughs> one day. One day. What about Rob? you, Rob? Anything? That's it. That's it. Good time. Saga. <laughs> Next week. Next week, Saga. Thanks for listening, and use your turn signal. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. <laughs>